Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. I mistakenly sent a reminder of one of my child's birthday parties to the wrong mommy's group. The group that I sent it to had some kids that had been originally invited and others that hadn't. If it wasn't bad enough, I tried to make things better by phoning one of the aggrieved mommies, but it actually made things worse. What should I have done? Firewater is a digital marketing and PR agency, and three of their specialists join me in studio now to kind of advise me, and indeed I'm sure many of us who make these kinds of slip-ups as what to do. I'm joined by CEO and co-founder Mark Stecker, PR manager Megan Tyag, and strategist and social media manager Evan Cotton. Guys, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. us. Yeah, Mark, maybe I can start with you. Is there something innate in digital that makes it easier to make these kinds of mistakes than we've ever experienced before on email or other forms of uh, communication? Um, well, the drivers for instant gratification. So, <laughs> so it's easy to to send out a message without thinking. You know, before you'd probably think think about it for a lot longer before you'd send it out. Um, but now the tools are, the tools that have been built have uh, delete functions most people don't know about. So those WhatsApps c- could be recalled. But you have previews on your phone because you want to get those messages so quickly. So now someone w- you'll delete the message, but they'll see the preview and... Or, or somebody, I mean, you, firstly, you don't always realize you made a mistake until yeah. a few minutes later when somebody points it out to you, at which point it's too late. And two, there's screenshots. Yes. I mean, we, we use that as a technique often because people say something stupid, we screenshot it, and then they delete it. But the proof is there. Yeah, well, that's what the trolls use. Okay, so, so. We, we're going to get into trolls in a second. <laughs> um, um, before we get into the trolls, um, this kind of thing, Megan, please tell me I'm not the only one who makes these really stupid mistakes. Do you know, it was so funny because when we were sitting having the conversation about who's made mistakes, I can... I can list so many that I've made. I think I must be one of those people that is that instant gratification. I want to get the message out there as quickly as possible, and as a result, I do really careless things. Um, Mark and Evan claim that they're perfect, (laughs) which is great. Um, It really is unbelievable. (laughs) There are so many. I mean, if you just start Googling on social media, social media blunders, you come up with the most funny stories. It's uh, most of them just uh, it is unless it's you of course but I mean some are, some are really I mean the degrees you know mm-hmm. accidentally sending out a message to the wrong person is one thing accidentally sending out the message to a person you've just slandered mm-hmm. just, it's, it's yeah. a completely different kind of thing um, what recourse do we have in these kinds of situations Evan? I think you know the, the best course of action honestly is take ownership of the uh, the mistake you've made. There's no point denying it. If the person's called you out on it, specifically if uh, you know you've slandered someone, don't don't try and make excuses for it. Own up to it, apologize, and and try and move forward as best as possible. The, it really is. You know, if you were talking about someone and they happened to be standing behind you, you'd apologize. Do the same kind of thing in in a text or digital format. And in terms of trolls, maybe we can bring trolls in here because what are trolls? Um, I think they're individuals that um, go out of their way to, to find a reason to, to slander people or hold them accountable for, for mistakes. So they take that human element out of you know a, natu- a human mistake and uh, they hold you accountable for it. I think when it comes to brands, um, 
it's it's a hell of a lot more dangerous and the reputation uh, damage around that is massive so i think brands brands need to be careful yeah i mean if you take uh, trump's son-in-law who took a photo on the yacht and behind him was the confederate flag it was complete completely unintentional but you know everyone's expecting them to have a whole team like us behind them looking at these photos and scrutinizing everything and every piece of content that's going out to make sure that there's nothing offensive um, and that it's, you know, it upholds the reputation of whether it's a brand or an individual or celebrity. Um, so, so the trolls capitalize on that. Trolls have been around forever. You know, they, they really, you know, they're just individuals that don't have real grievances. They're looking to get a reaction and people react you know, it's a knee-jerk reaction and you get angry and you get caught in a mudslinging match and then they screenshot it and they post it online. Um, and you don't, know, you don't know how to get out of it. And the angrier you get and the more you're trying to defend it, the worse it becomes. Same with brands. Um, they pull you into a mudslinging match that's unfounded and they're just jumping on something and turning something into a big circus. Um, so how do, you, how do you escape it? If somebody's out to get, the, get you, somebody's out to get you. Um, there are known trolls. So there's certain guys that we do ban from certain channels. So we, we're aware of them. Um, it's also good to do research on them. So before you react, go and have a look. You know, have they got a reputation for being a troll? And just make sure that you're not playing directly into the trap. Um, I think that you've got to keep it always professional. You've always got to be, you, 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 do, you want to take things offline. So we often recommend that our customers um, take things offline and deal with it offline. But unfortunately, sometimes they take it offline, they screenshot it again, and they send it back. <laughs> so now we know what trolls are. Maybe we should try and get a sense of how, how important is social media? I mean, we look at Donald Trump's tweets and kind of I think he can single-handedly you know, <laughs> start a war possibly just through a tweet but how, how effective are tweets? Um, the, the tweets within context um, it's for very quick absorbable information it's you know it's easily easy to digest and it's easy to get rid of in in trump's case though the things he said unfortunately have been screenshot and they and can I stay must there imagine he has a lot of trolls i'm i think he's the biggest troll <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> i mean i mean he, he's doing it to get a reaction does he not have somebody behind him like you watching and cautioning definitely, definitely. But I think it's and part they can't of, do anything about it, or well, it's part of his series. So you, you say it's not as m- accidental no. as it might look. Definitely he knows not. exactly what it's he's calculated. doing. Yes, many of them are very calculated. I mean, what he said about uh, Haiti and African countries is—I mean, he surely couldn't have thought that through. <laughs> we say so, but you know, he's—he's he's the president of the United States of America. It's—it's uh, it's not like there isn't a team behind him that's you know helping write his speeches, etc. So. There's definitely someone like overseeing his tweets and his social media activity as a whole, and it's obviously being condoned. So Even if you look at his, uh, when he was leading up to the elections, he was still saying very inappropriate things. Those inappropriate things are what got him the presidency to the first place. That's how he got there. He's not going to stop. It's the people that like those tweets and like what he says are the ones that got him into power. It's got to continue. It's entertaining. I don't know if I feel more reassured or more horrified than I was before. But um, Evan, just back to you. Right. How important is social media? It's very, very important. Um, Just in general, uh, you know, they're expecting e-commerce to increase by about 40% uh, this year. Reason being is millennials, uh, the last of the millennials have now got access to, to credit 
um, and it's not just their parents' credit card anymore. They can go and, you know, get their own credit card, etc. Social media drives a lot of e-commerce. It's the talking point where it, people are getting together to share general interests and, and from there, ultimately, you're talking with a brand or a company and that brand's trying to get you to buy into their product. So by creating this online personality on social media for your brand, you're now sending people this awareness message continuously. Um, so if your brand isn't on any social media platform, you're seriously losing out. It's it's where everybody is now. Um, it's the easiest and most effective way of advertising and really just getting out there. Megan, a tweet has such a short span, unless of course you make a mistake, in which case um, the trolls will no <laughs> doubt uh, keep you keep mm. you going. Um, how, in the digital world, how quick is everything and how important is everything and how do you wait what actually is and isn't important? I think when you're talking about a brand, you need to have that strategy. So you sending out a quick tweet saying, you know, that there's a sale isn't going to be as effective as if you were to put that message on Facebook because there it does have a longer life. It's what's a tweet is going to last as long as your Twitter stream is. Right. So having that strategy, knowing exactly what you're going to do on which channel will make it effective and will make it last longer. Um, Twitter, for me, what I love best about it is following those stories. So, for example, we did a digital and PR therapy session late last year and we live tweeted the entire thing. So even if you weren't there, you could still join in the conversation and partake in it and you could follow a particular hashtag. That's still going on. So every now and then you'll still see somebody go like a tweet and it's been two months. Yes. So there is that longevity to it if you use it correctly. But if you're just going to put out a message to say, you know, I like drinking coffee in the morning, it's mm -hmm. going to last five minutes if and then it's going to disappear. You've got to have that strategy behind it. In terms of trolling, Mark, um, and, and I do you want to come back to the different kinds of social media, mm -hmm. but, but you brought up trolling. And does trolling happen on all social medias equally? Definitely. It happens and it comes from real life. You know, it, it, it's been happening forever. You know, they are, they've always been... When you been say bullies. that, what do you mean? Um, I think you could probably equate a, a troll to a bully. Okay. The bully is the one who takes your lunch money, beats you up, makes you feel, you know, inadequate or whatever. Or whatever. Um, they're doing the same thing. They're just doing it in a different uh, medium. So it's it's just extended to so many different channels. So it's it's not unique to, to one particular uh, platform. So... Social media has just taken our personalities and brought it closer to other people and put it in a, in a public space. So now people can go in and look at your profile, learn more about you, and find your weaknesses. That's exactly what's happening with brands, and that's where the trolls are capitalizing on because they have the information. So maybe if your privacy settings are, are completely locked down, then, then they wouldn't know who you are. But the information is out there. So it, we, we now have to just be that much more on guard and that much more aware of what we say and what we do and what we take photos of because instant gratification. You know, we see something, we take a photo, and, and then we want to undo it. So before you send something out, you just have to think about, you know, is this going to hurt, is it going to compromise yourself in any way? Or is it going to compromise somebody else? Or is it going to hurt somebody else? Or are you going to land up in a legal um, fight? So... So we have think to stop before and you think. tweet, but yeah. sometimes things just happen by accident. I mean, I'm not going to go back to it, well, but sometimes life. you yeah. accidentally push a button. You don't even know you're doing it. You know, suddenly something's <laughs> gone. You know, yeah. it was in your handbag. <laughs> As it came out, something happened, but we won't go into that because I think there are more important <laughs> discussions to have. Um, maybe you can talk us through the different kinds of social media and their impact. Sure. 
Um, so, I mean, I briefly touched on Twitter and the quick, easy to digest um, tweets that go out there. I mean, Twitter isn't really much more than, you know, a short little status. You can share a picture, maybe a link to something, but very, very quick and easy to consume. So the longevity, as Megan was saying, unless the correct hashtags being u- uh, being used, it's not really, it's very, very quick. Facebook, it's the number one. Um, in South Africa alone, uh, there's 16 million individual Facebook users, um, and it's growing year on year. Um, it, Facebook, just in terms of its advertising capabilities and the way the whole social network actually works, um, it's it's got information on pretty much every single thing that you do online, and it knows your exact profile as a consumer. So it makes it very easy for marketers to now tap into that information and uh, really just start delivering the content that's most appropriate to you because you fit in within a certain criteria and it's the most cost-effective way of going about it. Um, Facebook's also um, recently in 2014 uh, bought over Instagram. Um, so it's now gathering that information on all the Instagram users, which is now the fastest growing uh, social media platform. And, you know, you've can tap into this this marketing capability that was once just restricted to Facebook. It's now going into Twitter, um, into Instagram, Instagram as well. And Do you think uh, Twitch, Twitch is on the way down? Do you think Twitter might actually die? Globally, it is decreasing a little bit. Um, however, in South Africa and the African context alone, it, it's actually still quite stable. Um, it's got lower data usage, um, so it, it is really, you it's know... It's less effective it's, and less important. It's cheaper to use, thing. really. The data is a big player. Yeah. Okay. So Instagram is, is uh, visually heavy, so large files. It uses a lot of data, whereas Twitter is text-based. So the, the, the size of and the amount of data using is very little. That's why the uptake in Africa is massive. And websites, are they still, are they old-fashioned? No, not at all. Not at all. Websites, if you can imagine your house, uh, your, your house is where you keep all your stuff that's personal to you and, you know, it's really what makes up you as, as an individual. When you go out into a social meeting, wherever it is, uh, you know, a party or, you know, you're going to the park or just meeting up with friends, you talk about the stuff inside your house um, and that's what makes up you you wouldn't take your tv with you to you know a, a party just to show people your new tv you'd invite them back to your house to to take a look at it or you know your new art collection whatever it may be your website's your house the social media networks that you are present on those are the places where you're meeting up with your friends and really talking about the stuff inside your house but the main goal essentially is to always bring people back to your website so the, the house is the website exactly and twitter and facebook are interactions where yeah. Well, you yeah, it's, it's your, your meeting place. Okay, Megan. <laughs> um, I have a very strong urge to kind of delete everybody who's negative on, on my Twitter account or Facebook. If somebody's saying something negative, do I have the right to delete or do I engage? What is the best option? I think it's up to you and how opinionated you really want to be. It's um, People do unfollow people all the time, and you don't have to unfriend somebody to unfollow them. So you can unfollow that person. You'll no longer see their negativity, but you'll still be connected to them. You can still go back to their page if you want to see what's going on. 
Um, I think a lot of people post negative stuff to get the attention. My personal idea is not to buy into it, not to play into what they want. Don't give them what they want if they are. I mean, if somebody says something really stupid, I'm going to go and comment and say, you're an idiot. Why do you think X, Y, Z? And I'll back it up with my proof, whatever I have. Um, but I don't think play into people's negativity. You're giving them fuel. Yeah, people, uh, for example, I'm just most familiar with Twitter because that's mm. the medium I use the most. And, you know, I, whatever it is that I post, I will get, you know, my those that like it and say, this is wonderful. And then I'll get the equal amount of people who will attack everything. Mm. Can I just delete them, block, ignore and report? Uh, well, you're going to report them if they've done something that's offensive and it's against the, the rules of uh, the social media platform. They mean and nasty. <laughs> people are mean and nasty in, in, in everyday life, so you, you need to walk away. So I think the, the challenge, though, is that if, you, if you're high profile and you're engaging with these people, um, you, you basically allow them to troll you. So I can just delete. Yeah, so you, or just ignore. Are you and, talking and about on. deleting the comments or deleting them as one of the people Blocking that you them. follow? Just block. You've got every right. That's your account. Yeah. You can, uh, so I can do what you want. And, yeah. and I can't be accused of halting freedom of speech no. and expression. No. They're welcome to say what they want. You're just not going to listen to them. So by you blocking them as a user, you're not haltering anything. You're just choosing not to listen to them, and that is your right as well. So I can um, I can call them trolls. Yeah, and I can trolls. and I can just then block, yeah. block, block, block. Are you not then talking into an echo chamber now? If we block everybody that disagrees with us, are we not ending up talking to those who only like us? Or is that what we should be doing? So uh, it depends. You know, if someone's coming back at you with incorrect facts, well, they wouldn't be facts then, but uh, incorrect statements, uh, you know, and you've just said something and they, they're trying to argue against you. I, I think sometimes a, a healthy argument is is in order if you can back up what you're saying with actual facts and and prove that this troll per se is, is you know just trying to get a reaction out of you and you've kind of shut down the argument with facts and they still keep going at the end of the day you know a lot of the time they do look like a fool so you know if if you can back yourself up go for it if if you can't then you've got to be very careful in how you engage with that person so it's where do you draw the line? Uh, I think just know what you're talking about more than anything before you decide to take someone head on. Okay. Because, I mean, there's a lot of trolls that also know a lot of facts. And if they start coming at you with a very substantial argument and you can't back yourself up, then, they you know, won. they've won. So it is actually a minefield, which is why your company exists. You are digitally savvy. Um, if anybody would like to be in touch with you, are there any contact details you'd like to give? Yeah, uh, they can. Mark will give everything. Yeah, I think they can uh, visit our website, uh, firewater.net. Um, they can find us on any of the social media channels, um, and they can call us um, on our Joburg office, 011-262-6056. Um, and all our details are on our site, all our services are on our site, um, and we're available. And you're able to help people find their footing on what sometimes seems like shifting Definitely. sand and not only promote, but help damage control where it exists. And guide, and guide brands uh, through that space. You know, just let them understand what the best practices are and what the risks are. I think if you understand those risks, and a big part of our business is educating our, our clientele, um, because if if you educated and we remove the barriers, you you can do great things digitally.
On that note, thank you very much. That was Mark Tucker, Evan Cotton, and Megan Tyak from Firewater. Thank you so much, guys, for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.